Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of The Book Nook. This week we're throwing it back and we will be talking about Suzanne Collins, New York Times bestselling author and American television writer. Now focusing in on her writing profession, one of Suzanne Collins' most famous books is The Hunger Games Trilogy. The Hunger Games came out in 2008 and it was a fresh take on dystopian literature. Taking the world by surprise, The Hunger Games was a novel that was gory yet romantic, descriptive yet enticing. Suzanne Collins writes about a society that is split into quote-unquote 12 caste systems, or as she writes it, 12 districts. Starting at District 1, they are the richest of the richest and they live out of wealth and of everything you could ever want in their life. Going through the lists of districts, the poverty levels of each one goes down the closer you get to District 12. So District 1 is the richest, whereas District 12 is the poorest of the poor. Collins writes her novel going off of this type of society, where each year two tributes or two members from each district, being one girl and one boy, are chosen by random draw to compete in a single arena to literally fight for their life. This competition is called The Hunger Games. It is a literal life-or-death situation where the the 24 tributes, two from each district, must kill each other, and the last tribute standing earns wealth and a life of abundance. As an annual tradition, the people who live in all the districts have the opportunity to watch the games as the tributes are living it on live television. The main character, Katniss Everdeen, is chosen along with a boy who she has known for her entire life, both being from District 12. Her entire life, she has despised this type of society and enters the Hunger Games not expecting to live. In the end, both her and the boy from District 12 named Peta are the last ones in the Hunger Games arena. They, being the last ones left, threaten the government on live TV that they would kill themselves so that there will be no winners left. However, the government stopped them before their attempt and granted both tributes to be winners. Suzanne Collins writes an immense description of all the events that she includes in her novel. Collins uses imagery to her advantage when writing this trilogy. Now, imagery is probably one of my favorite techniques used by authors because when it is used correctly, they can immerse the reader into the book with solely their words, letting the reader envision the characters as they like, and each reader has a unique take on the characters and the setting of the book. Colin's entire book is one puddle of imagery, so to speak. Now, the descriptive language she uses in her writing gives specific details to the overall book, leaving little for leaving little space for reader interpretation. Now, with some forms of literature, the lack of space for reader interpretation would be considered a bad thing. However, in this type of book, the fact that Collins writes in specific details allows for an exact image to be painted, exactly as she wants it to be interpreted. I personally love this style of writing because of the imagery and precise detailing that Collins writes with. Because as I read the book, and as I reread the books, each time I find myself emerged in the literature in a way that I can feel the feelings of the protagonist, and I'm living through the book. Now, I especially love that even though there was a movie made about the book, and there was an actor casted to play the main character, Katniss Everdeen, 
each time I read the book, I am still given so much detail that I come up with my own version of Katniss, what she looks like. And it's uniquely different than the Katniss that Hollywood presents us with. Collins has this particular power to her words, which allows the imagery to develop in a way that for each reader is a unique experience. The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins is arguably one of the most iconic books of the early 2000s, and Collins uses impeccable imagery throughout her novel to describe in detail every moment, conflict, and climax in the book. Thanks you guys for listening in on today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to get a reminder each time a new episode comes out. Join me next week as we discuss one of my all-time favorite authors, Tahara Mafi.